Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 10 minutes past 1 o'clock, and on a rare occasion, Doug Swinhart didn't uh, come into the studio today, and I think it was uh, good advice. We've been visiting for a couple of days, Doug, about uh, the show today and whether or not they'd play a Twins game. We know the Twins game postponed today. No makeup date uh, set yet for that, and I think you made the good call to stay at home and call in on the phone lines today. Well, you know, the weather down here is just crazy. uh, My office looks out over a pond, and I can't see the pond. Yeah, it's snowing really hard. Uh, Doug, uh, it's simple. Tech Talk is underway. Doug on the phone. We hope to get you on the phone as well or the text line. Here's the deal. If you have a question about your your computer, hardware, software, uh, by all means, call the program. Uh, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807, that is 81807. So Tech Talk underway uh, here on a very snowy, windy Saturday in CCO land. Steve Thompson in studio, Doug Swinhart on the phone lines. Doug, this is a great day to do computer maintenance. Uh, we haven't talked about it in detail right now, but this is a great day to get organized. And let's start with, if you don't have a Gmail account, get a free Gmail account and uh, learn about all the apps and all the things available when you have a Gmail account, including backing up your files. Oh, absolutely. You know, Google Drive just makes the Gmail account worth it just for Google Drive. And, of course, Google Photos and Calendar and all the pluses of Google. You just can't say enough good things about having a Gmail account. I have yet to have help someone set up a Gmail account and have them say, well, I don't want that anymore. Once they learn the advantages, get it all configured properly, it's, it's really a no-brainer to have that as the hub of your data. Yeah, and uh, Doug... Uh, once you learn, it it took me a while to get the hang of it and how things work. And uh, on a day like today, you got plenty of time to 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 fool around with that. But but there are other options for backing up your files, and we can't stress that enough. Hardware you can replace, but you uh, work on computers all the time can't replace people's data if it's destroyed or lost. Yeah, that's job one. You know, I had a guy last week bring a computer in. And he said it wouldn't boot anymore uh, before I ever even tried to take it into Windows. I pulled his hard drive, connected it to a Linux machine, and copied all of his data off. And then I was able to go to work on his machine and, and got it all preserved and actually had to wipe his drive before I put the data back on. So, yeah, it's, um, we can replace hardware. We can replace software. What we can't replace is people's work and their pictures and past tax records and that kind of thing. So, yeah, and... The price of disk space today is so cheap. Um, to have an external hard drive, possibly copy the DVDs. I, I, I'm not big on the flash drives anymore. But uh, uh, an up-in-the-cloud storage, external hard drive, and then your working data gives you automatic three copies, and then you should be safe. 
All right. Uh, great, great advice. We we give it out often, but a friendly reminder on a day like today, uh, by all means, back up your data. Another good thing on a snowy day when you can't really or shouldn't be out and about is uh, organize your data as well. And I know you run into this all the time. People don't have their files organized in a way where it's easy to find it and, and weed out the stuff they don't need. Oh, no question. You know, when they open up something and they save it to their hard drive, Windows will automatically allow that path if it's in the documents folder or the music folder or the pictures folder. Your Windows will automatically bring that same path up the next time. So we see a lot of pictures under documents. We see a lot of videos under documents. Um, and a, a real killer, of course, is when people start saving stuff to their desktop. And that's not good at all because then you're taking random access memory away from your system when it's running. But, yeah, it's a good idea to get to understand the folders, um, directories and subdirectories and whatnot, and then from then on, you're rocking and rolling. And once you get organized, keeping it organized is a snap. All right, very good, Doug. Let's go to the text line and the phone lines. Once again, here's the phone number again, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Uh, folks, Doug uh, stayed home today, so he's joining us on the phone. Uh, let's, let's go to the text line real quick. Uh, number one. How do I get rid of Microsoft Edge if I don't want it, or is that a bad idea? Uh, you really can't be taking that out of 10 at this point. Uh, though Microsoft has made the change. So in Windows 7, 8, and 10, we can now completely remove Internet Explorer if you've got other browsers in, installed. But Edge, you're going to have to leave that in. But Edge, I have to tell you, too, Edge is a fairly good browser. I actually recommend to people that, their first browser be, of course, Google Chrome or Mozilla Firefox. Second browser would be either Mozilla Firefox or Google Chrome. Use Edge as well. Um, Edge is a fine browser. It's, um, it's a good browser. It's good and safe, and it's fast, and it's quick, and it's clean. I don't see a reason to remove it. Yeah, another good browser is Safari, typically a Mac-based browser, but it works well in Windows. Oh, I put Safari on a lot of PC machines. Uh, there again, it's a great, great browser. Works just wonderful. All right. Uh, one other one on the text line before we segue over to the phone calls. Is there a Windows 11 coming? Windows 10 is kind of the standard right now. Is there something new on the horizon? Well, you know, actually, Windows 10 has had two new versions just in the last six months. Uh, the creator's version was the last one, and that came out pretty smooth. I'm not sure we're actually going to see a new name. Uh, and if they're actually even talking about dropping the 10 and calling it just pure Windows in the future. So I'm sure that Microsoft will continue to be innovative and push out more product, but I don't think there's anything on the horizon called Windows 11 or 12 or anything like that at this point. All right, very good, Doug. Quick break. Tech Talk on a very snowy, windy Saturday, a blizzard warning in effect for the Twin Cities. We will go to the phone lines here on Tech Talk. Skip, Ted, Les, all waiting on the line. Your text always welcome, 81807. That is 81807. Tech Talk, or Tech Talk continues here on CCO.
122 here at CCO. Thanks so much for joining us. Weather, the big story today. We'll have another update on the weather in detail here in about 10 minutes here on CCO. Doug's joining us on the line. It is Tech Talk. Let's go to the phones. Let's bring in Ted. Ted, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. I have a question about an iPhone 6. It's either a 6 or a 6S. Is that something you can help me with? It's possible. What do you got going on? Well, my... Touch screen works intermittently, and I'm. Uh, it'll also, if I'm talking on it, it will sometimes go right to my contacts, start combing through my contacts. It will hang up whoever I'm talking to and call someone off my contact list. I I think that's a job for Apple. You need to take that into an Apple store and be prepared. They're probably going to want to sell you a new iPhone. Uh, but, yeah, there's something mechanical in there, some kind of short. Something is not good with that one. That's uh, I don't think that's a configuration issue at all. That's hardware. Yeah, and, uh, Ted, thanks for the call. I want to follow up on that, Doug. You know, I had a 6 for a while and finally had to upgrade. If you think about what this equipment goes through, it spends time in a purse, in a pocket, literally all day, every day, Uh the, the the heat, the cold, the drops, the this, the that, this equipment gets abused, and it's extraordinary that they're able to get a year or two uh, use out of these. I've had iPhones last for several years, but uh, the, the stuff wears out. Well, you know, that's the thing, too. No matter how good a care you take, even my Samsung Note 3 now, it's uh, almost four years old, and, and I probably should get it replaced. It's a... Uh, there's a lot of things going on in here that that it, it's just inevitable. And and like you say, we have them on us almost 24 hours a day unless yeah. we're sleeping. So it's uh they're seeing a lot of activity. Yeah, for sure. And uh, eventually those those bad boys wear out. Uh, let's go to Les and Elk River. Les, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. I've got an HP laptop, a 17-inch one that's about five years old. And right now, if I plug in the charger and all with it, it'll come up that it's plugged in, but not charging. Uh, I actually just got done with a HP 17-inch laptop and uh, the same condition. We got this thing all reconfigured. Um, we ordered a new battery, and I picked him up one on eBay. I think it was about 30 bucks. Uh, came right to his house, and once he put that new battery in, life was good. Uh, there's no guarantee that that's the battery. Uh, there's this little unit in there that switches from AC to DC, and if that's gone out, then you'll have to have that replaced. But it would certainly be well worth trying a new battery first. I think it's the battery. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you, you never know what you're going to get with a battery, Doug. I, I had a battery in an old uh, MacBook that lasted forever, and, and sometimes these things go south in a couple of years. You just really never know. Yeah, and, and here again, I think it's uh, it's it's the condition. It's how often you use them. Um, when they first came out, the lithium batteries, they had to be trained. Yeah. And that's all gone now. They pre-trained them now at the factory. So, But I've had great luck with um, with buying batteries on eBay. Uh, of course, whenever I buy anything electronic on eBay, I always check U.S. only. And for computer parts, um, coming out of New York, I have just had tremendous luck. And they usually ship it the same day you order it. So in a couple of days, it's there and you're ready to go.
All right, very good, Doug. Uh, back to the phone lines. Let's bring in Bruce in Bloomington. Bruce, you're on the air. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi, Bruce. What's up? Say, Doug, I, I uh, all of a sudden my Windows media player stopped working. Uh, I think it was after one of the Windows updates I did. I've got Windows 7. I'm actually seeing some of that as well, and your fastest fix. Is is just to simply open up Google Chrome or or Mozilla Firefox, download and install VLC Media, and you can just go to Google.com and type in V as in Victory, L as in Larry, C as in Curtis, the word Media, and it'll probably be your first or your second. Go to the original VLC Media site and download it, install it, and you will love it. You'll never have to worry about. Add in a codec, it'll play DivX, MP3s, um, Apple, um, you name it. It just does it all. I, I can't say enough good things about VLC Media Player. All right, Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart continues. Doug via the phone today due to the terrible weather. I'm in Studio 6. Jonathan Lowe is here as well. Uh, we have uh, busy phone lines today, as you might expect, at 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Back to the text line, Doug. Uh, I purchased an external hard drive. How do I copy my computer hard drive to it? Is that a good idea, or should I just move my data over? 134 here at CCO. We continue on Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart uh, is joining us on the telephone, uh, staying home today. I think a really good idea. Doug will go to the phone lines and bring in David. David, uh, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Three, sure. Three, three items here. Number one, I stopped in a couple years ago. I was a victim of ransomware. Okay. I still have some of my data. Wanted to know if you've heard any progress with that. And then also if Microsoft Essentials is enough, or I was also connected uh, by you to Advanced Obit or something like that, and I don't think you recommend that anymore. So I'd like your input on those three items, please. Yeah, the Advanced System Care I no longer put on a computer, and that's not actually even though it does some malware removal. Now, as far as... um as the ransomware. There are several variants of this. Some have been corrected. There's still a couple of them that are just so encrypted that nobody's been able to break them. As for additional antivirus and malware, if you are running a Windows 10 machine, Windows 10 Home, Windows 10 Pro, I think that the Windows Defender built into Microsoft Windows is sufficient. If you are running Windows 8 or 7, get yourself a commercial package, and, and you'll have to pay for it. Uh, the, the free ones are okay, but you're going to be much, much better off. Um, I believe Malware Bytes, it runs about 40 bucks a year. Uh, another good one is ESET, ENOD, uh, ESET32, wonderful program. Uh, McAfee, which is owned by Intel, there's several really good ones. Uh, Windows 7. Absolutely, buy uh, a commercial package. That's uh, That would be my advice. And thank you for the call. All right, uh, good call. Uh, let's jump back to that text uh, we had. We had a little technical glitch before the break at uh, the bottom of the hour, but I, I, I want to get to that text, and I think it is uh, a good one, and that has to do, I bought an external hard drive. How do I copy my computer hard drive to it? Number one, is that a good idea, or should I just move my data over there? Well, today's hard drives are so large 
that you really can back up your whole system. Personally, I really prefer that you just plug your USB into your computer and go into your Windows Explorer, not to be confused with your Internet Explorer. In fact, you're going to open up Windows Explorer twice. I slide one up to the upper left-hand corner of the, of the display, and I make that my source. I actually drive to the Documents folder, Music folder, Pictures folder, and even the Desktop folder. And then in the lower Windows Internet Explorer window, I connect that to the USB external drive, and I create the folders almost named the same, but I name them different. Documents, I will name DOCS. Pictures, I'll name PICS. Uh, favorites, and so on. I just abbreviate them so I never am, am, am confused when I'm looking at that drive. And just shade your files and go to the appropriate folder on the target. Right-click and paste. Once you do this a couple of times, it'll get to be second nature, and you're only going to be using the disk space that's required for your exclusive data and better than that, it will help expand your knowledge and your comfort zone with actually working with computer paths and organizing your data. I highly encourage people to take data only. All right. Uh, very good, Doug. By the way, a couple of phone lines have opened up at 651-989-9226. That is 651-989-9226. Doug Swinhart joining us on the phone a little too tough on the roads to come downtown. I can't blame him. It was a little tricky when I came down this morning, that's for sure. Let's go to Cottage Grove. Dick, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi, guys. I wish you you were on two hours. It'd be great. Uh, well, thank you. By the way, visibility is 500 feet here, so don't go out. Wow. Yeah, in the Grove, it's, uh, it's pretty stormy. It is. Uh, I'm running a Lenovo desktop, Windows 10. I took your advice, dumped my, my uh, dial up, and I'm loving high-speed Internet. My Juno email, when it downloads something from, say, Micro Center, it shows up as, as just a bunch of little squares and a tiny icon, and the fine print says, click on here to view online well uh, thinking that it might have been my uh, default uh, edge i took your advice again i put firefox in there and i think that that my uh, my two systems might be battling each other is there a way of ironing out which one is the default or am i in the wrong ball game here what do you yeah give me a call and i'll, I'll tell you how to set your default but you're still running juno mail i'm gonna highly highly suggest that you create a Gmail account and you take that Juno email account and you bring it underneath Gmail. So Gmail is actually cleaning that mail. Part of the problem I think you might be suffering with is actually the Juno email servers. I, I don't know if they've actually kept up with all of the, the, the different encryptions, uh, but that could be problematic. But, yeah, give me a call next week and we'll connect up remotely and we'll get that squared away for you. Thank you for the call, and stay warm. All right, by the way, we'll have Doug's uh, phone number and email at the end of the program today. We had a text that I wanted to get into because the last several weeks we've talked uh, a lot about uh, Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg appeared on Capitol Hill. There, there's concern about uh, the data and how the data was used that Facebook collects on all their users. Um, 
now it, it sounds like Firefox has something called a Firefox Facebook container. What have you heard about this, or is this something uh, we need to learn more about? I was actually starting to read about that a little bit last night. I think that's going to be a cool concept. Now, you should also know as well, I believe that Facebook on their own are intending to adapt and adopt and implement the exact same privacy things that they've already passed in the UK. And that's going to give all users a lot more control over what data they're be- that's being shared. And they're going to be prompted and updated if there's any type of interference or changes, and you're going to have to approve them piece by piece. But yeah, this is um, this has uh, been a real eye opener for people. The, the the privacy issues and how much data we're using and where it's going and what it's being used for. This is um, we've spoke about this on many occasions, Steve. The the, the fine line between convenience and privacy, and that's um. It's getting to be a, a hot issue. So, yeah, and Mozilla is going to be probably the forerunner on this. So the browser itself is going to help you to control part of that. Yeah, we're going to be seeing changes in all browsers. Once Mozilla actually gets this thing perfected, it sounds to me like they're within days, if that long even. Yeah, and... Uh, pulls out, you can expect to see it in Chrome, Safari. Well, they'll have to program it. But it, it will be very, very similar. And then once Facebook institutes U.K. standards, and I like to say that because they actually created dynamite standards to help protect the individual. So once that gets instituted, we'll see more safety in Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all the biggies. So, yeah, this is a good thing. I think the end, the end result is going to be very positive for end users. Yeah, and uh, from the site, Mozilla, Facebook container works by isolating your Facebook identity into a separate container that makes it harder for Facebook to track your visits to other websites with third-party cookies. So you can learn more about that by doing uh, a search and uh, finding out more what it does. But you're right, Doug, this is only the beginning. If Facebook doesn't uh, do it, others are going to step into the void uh, to help people protect their privacy for sure. No doubt about it. And see, and part of the problem with this is when Facebook wanted to make it easier for people to just use their Facebook logon to create security credentials in other websites. Well, that kind of opened up the tunnel for some of these other privacy things that were happening. All right, uh, let's go to the phones again before we break. By the way, for the Twin Cities area and beyond, there is a blizzard warning into effect. Uh, Very rare to see a blizzard warning here in the heart of the Twin Cities area, let alone in April. We'll continue to monitor heavy snow, blowing snow, road conditions, very difficult here in the Twin Cities. And then you get outside of the metro area, whiteout conditions. Our roads are closed in southwest Minnesota today. Once again, travel very difficult. 25 degrees, heavy snow, blowing snow, northeast winds sustained at 27 miles an hour with much higher gusts. Uh, To the phone lines, John in St. Louis Park. John, you're on the air. Hello. John, you're on the air. All right. uh, John, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Um, 
been listening to you for years and I'm surprised that I haven't called in yet. But the, this has been happening the last six to eight months or maybe longer. I turn my computer on the morning. It says there's no interconnect, internet connection. I restart it. I restart it two, three, four times. I clear my browser for all the history, clear all that out. I do everything that I can, but it takes like 20 to 30 to 40 minutes sometimes to even get on the internet. Yeah, that, I would, I would want to, I would diagnose on that right straight from the wire coming into your house, uh, the first modem. Uh, I'd want to be diagnosing your entire connection, whether you got wired or Wi-Fi. Um, that's going to take a little work. Give me a call next week, and we'll see if we can do it remotely. Um, if not, we'll create some kind of a, a time where we can get together and get this straightened out. As soon as you turn on your computer, if your Internet is configured properly, you should have Internet instant. If you have a new device, you may need to train it up to the wireless. But once that's trained up, you should be rocking and rolling. Yeah, there's there's more going on here. I think this this sounds like a router issue to me. All right, uh, Doug, let's go to the text line at 81807. Uh, someone has a MacBook Pro that's just been uh, tremendous, but they're thinking about updating the SSD drive on board to a bigger SSD drive. Is this something one can do, or is this something for a pro? Yeah, you know, you an end user can actually do this. Uh, I would highly recommend that they do some serious reading and studying first. Uh, Mac is, Apple Mac is set up in such a way to where putting in an SSD drive, once it's in and they know how to boot their computer and then, and then just partition the drive, the operating system will download from the Internet and install, practically install itself from their current Apple account. Uh, if they're interested in doing something like that, I would recommend two websites to start. First, ifixit.com, I-F-I-X-I-T.com, and put in your model number, and it will give you step-by-step instructions on how to put that SSD drive in. I would also recommend that they go to maxsales.com, M-A-C-S-A-L-E-S.com. They have tremendous equipment, and also an enormous amount of videos specific to machines as to what to do. And they actually even include how to partition the drive and connect to your Apple account. So, yeah, people can do this. Now, the MacBook Pros, they can be tricky to take apart. If you really do your research and take your time and make absolutely certain you've got the right equipment and the right tools to perform the job, but it definitely can be done. And those two websites will walk you right through it. And if you have problems, give me a holler. I love working on Macs. All right, very good, Doug. Thanks so much for the uh, time. Uh, We've got a quick break. We'll come back. We'll have more. Uh, Doug joining us on the phone today. We have a number of calls and texts to get to here on Tech Talk. 
uh, text line. Always a great way to go. 81807, 81807. That's good for any of our programs here on CCO. And you can call the studio, of course, at 651-989-9226. Blizzard warning in effect. 25 heavy snow, blowing snow, very difficult travel. If at all possible, stay off the roads uh, today, tonight, and into the day tomorrow as the storm rages on. 149 here at CCO. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart joining us on the phone today. Twins game postponed. You look out the window, oh, you know why. Uh, let's go to the phone lines again uh, here real quick uh, with Doug. Let's uh, bring in Walter. Walter, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, hello, Doug. Hi, Walter. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, I've got tur- I ordered TurboTax two zero one seven, and it won't install because it says I've got low disk space. So I ordered a- from Crucial another SSD, which I think I have room to put in my in, in my computer. And uh, I'm wondering if I did the right thing. Um, it's possible. Um. Yeah, give me a call later today, and I'll connect up and take a look. If you put that second SSD drive in, when you go to install your TurboTax, uh, you are going to have to direct it to the new drive letter, and you're also going to have to prepare that drive. Uh, Give me a call, and I'll walk you through that. All right. uh, Putting in a new drive can be a little tricky, especially if it is the second drive. All right, Doug. Browsers uh, from our text line have had problems with Chrome. Uh, get a notification to call Microsoft. It freezes up. I've removed it. I've reinstalled it. I'm having no problems with Firefox or Opera, but continue to have problems with Chrome. You know, this is an interesting text for sure. Uh, Google Chrome, if they go underneath the settings, the little bars up in the right-hand corner, click that, slide down under settings, You'll see the home page and how you can turn on or off your your bookmark bar. Down at the bottom of that, it says advanced. There you can turn on the spell checker and tell it to ask where you're saving files. At the far bottom of that page, there is actually a Chrome reset. And if you're in Windows, a computer clean check. And it takes a while but it does a great job. This is a prime, prime candidate to be using that that Google tool that's built into Chrome. I think even though when they uninstall Chrome and they reinstall it, it's bringing back in some kind of plugins or extensions, and that entire browser needs to be reset, and as long as you're on that page, use the Google Computer Clean or Computer Scan, and it will find anything. Great text. Thank you so much. All right, Doug, we got to run. We're out of time. Uh, once again, thanks to the folks who called and sent a text to the program. Uh, Doug, joining us via the phone today due to bad roads. I know it'll be a whole lot better, and you'll be able to join us next week in studio uh, beginning at 1 o'clock. Doug, real quick, your phone number and email. Thank you, Steve. 651-552-9543 and WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And I hope to see you next week, Steve. All right, very good, Doug. We'll see you next week. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart each and every Saturday. Sports schedules permitting between 1 and 2 o'clock.
here on CCO. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.